Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to this edition of Veterans Corner Radio, information for and about veterans. For this podcast, Bill welcomes in Randy Ross, Assistant State Coordinator, Operation Outdoor Freedom. So you love to hunt and fish, but find it too difficult anymore to get out in the streams and fields to enjoy your sport. Well, we may have an answer for you. Some years ago, in conjunction with the Florida Forest Service, Operation Outdoor Freedom was started, and it provides recreational and rehabilitative opportunities to veterans on state forests, agricultural lands, and private lands throughout Florida at no cost to the veteran. Stay tuned to see if you might qualify. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. I'm so happy to have you with us. And if you're listening to us on one of our over-the-air FM stations or as a podcast, In either case, be sure to have a paper and pencil ready because we're going to give you some phone numbers and websites that you might want to write down. If there's anyone else around in the house, if you're at home, bring them in to listen to the program. Hi, today we have on Veterans Corner, Randy Ross, who's the Assistant State Coordinator for Outdoor Freedom. I think it's a fabulous program you've got going. It's great. Uh, Can you give us a little background on that? How did it get started, Randy? Uh, yes, our first hunt was in Polk County on a piece of state forest property that at the time had no public access. Uh, the district manager come up with the idea of doing a veteran hunt. Another person come up with the idea of doing a wounded veteran hunt. And that's kind of how the first hunt began. The next year we done another one and then it started catching on. We started doing some more on state forest properties throughout the state. 2011, um, the then Commissioner of Agriculture, Adam Putnam, got behind the program and named it. Really helped it get its feet under it. I like Adam. He's a great guy. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And he's an outdoor guy. Yes, sir. He is. Absolutely. So since then, to date, we've done 642 events, and that was serviced about 4,996 veterans. Wow. We're fixing to break the 5,000 mark. Um and uh, as of this past physical year, up until this pandemic hit, 59 events with 400 veterans serviced. Uh, we do a lot of them on properties. We do a lot of them on private properties as well. Uh, but we do anything from hunting, fishing, camping, uh, scalloping, lobstering. Uh, really? And all this with disabled vets? Yes, they're all with disabled vets. Now, I'm assuming they have to be military disabled. Is that correct? Yes, sir. They have to be either a 30% VA rating disability or greater or okay. recipient and a Florida resident. 
Well, I got 90, so I can do it. <laughs> You're good. Yes, sir. You're in. You're in. <laughs> to me, it's exciting. I was always thinking that you folks were under the Department of Veterans Affairs. And I was talking to Danny, and Danny said, oh, no, no, no. They're over there in the other departments. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're in the Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services, uh, and we actually work for the Florida Forest Service. Let's talk a little bit about what one can do if they're thinking about going as a part of this. Are there still programs, even though with the pandemic, are you doing various things? You know, when this thing first hit, we were just starting turkey season. Okay. Kind of wipe out our turkey season. Uh, and we're just now getting to where we can uh, do a few events, uh, only day events, uh, overnight events as of right now. And we're trying to keep it. Uh, between four and six veterans with a total of 10 people for the help total all total 10 people completely let's uh, look at let's look at before we go on let's look at the turkey shoot itself by itself if i were a veteran and i wanted to go on a turkey shoot what would i have to do and what would you provide to me okay uh, first of all uh, you'd have to be in the program uh, you can go to OperationOutdoorFreedom.com and register with the program. Uh, it's going to ask you email address, phone number, your home address, that kind of stuff. Uh, you can go ahead and register with us. And then once you get registered, then you can see all the upcoming events. And you can pick what you'd like to apply for. And then you can apply for those events. And it's a computer-drawn process, kind of like the lottery system. Oh, okay. So there are many, many more people wanting to go than there are slots at the scene. Uh, yes, sir. Absolutely. We've got over 2,000 veterans. And like I said, so we, we normally do about 90, 90 to 95 events a year, which is usually around 500 veterans. So you may have 1,500 veterans that don't go on a trip, or you may have, you may have some veterans that get picked twice. That's oh. just the luck of the draw so lucky you are the more likely you get to go now <laughs> yes sir a lot of us i still have my guns because i used yes, to sir. hunt regularly but a yes, lot of sir. folks you know in our situation they, they don't have their guns anymore they've not got a hunting license none of those things what can you do for them it, yes we take care of everything uh we'll apply for them a uh, military disabled permit to where they don't have to worry about a license. Uh, we will have a for them if they don't have a gun. We try to verify that, you know, ahead of time. We ask them if they need a firearm, and we'll provide that if they don't need it. We provide shells. Normally, it's an overnight stay, so we provide them a place to stay, uh, showers, uh, food, drinks, the whole nine yards. When I say drinks, I mean non-alcoholic beverages, uh, and all they have to do is get there to that event and we provide everything else for them. How mobile do they have to be? Uh, they can, we have them in chairs. We have them a hundred percent mobile. We have them 50%. Usually what we will do, we will know ahead of time if they're in a chair and, and we can, uh, we provide everything for those folks as well. Uh, most, all of our events, we can, we can handle the person in the chair. You know, I, I've still got my shotgun that I bought when I was 16 years old, setting pins in a bowling alley at 10 cents a line. <laughs> yes, sir. What, what, what kind of gun is it? It's a Stevens with a poly choke on it, 12 gauge. And that rascal will reach out like a long tom when you cr crank that old thing down, that poly choke. 
and it's just as good as it was. I, I keep it oiled and cleaned. I take it out of the case every once in a while, make sure it's still running. Haven't fired anything through it in a long time, but it's still, you know, it's it's my treasure, if you will. There you go. That was not for sale. No, not under. I have no <laughs> idea what, I, you know, it's probably not worth anything to anybody but me, but I think yes. I paid in 19, let's see, 1956, I paid $50 for it that I earned at 10 cents a line at a bowling alley setting pins. And most of the younger people here don't even know about pin setting. Nice, <laughs> that, nice. That's how I earned the money for it. And uh, so it's my treasure. And uh, sooner or later, maybe my son will have it. But right now, I'm going to keep it. There you go. I don't blame you. You earned that one. So if I come out, if I fill out the forms and I'm picked, uh, I have to provide my own transportation to the location, correct? Yes, sir. And the location will be on the particular one that I choose to apply for. Yes, sir. There'll be the address. If there is an address, where well, there'll be an address. If not, there'll be directions with a Latin law to get you there. You know, the obvious things here are the vets are getting out of the house, but what are some of the other veteran benefits that you see that go into this program? Yes, a lot of times, uh, you know, they, they, they've been cooped up in the house and they haven't, you know, got back in the stream of things. Uh, usually when they first get there, if, if, it's, if they're new to the program and, and new to getting back in the, in the field, it's a, sometimes you can see it be a little bit awkward. But by the end of the weekend, they're, they're cutting up with other veterans, and, and, and there's, there's other veterans there who may be going through the same things as they are mentally or physically. Uh, and it just helps them open back up, you know. Oh, that, that's something I hadn't thought of. It yes, puts sir. them in the same area with other people that are having the same kind of problems. Yes, sir. Absolutely. That's fantastic. I, I wonder myself when I think about this, I, I'm not sure I can get through, you know, if I have to walk through areas that are heavily or dense, like I used to do all the time, uh, there will be people there to help me. Yes, yeah, sir. Normally what we do, um, at the beginning of the event, you know, we'll just congregate get together and, and start filling everybody out. And, uh, you know, if it looks like someone may have a little bit of trouble traversing, we may put them in a, in an easy spot, but they'll have a guide with them. Okay. There. Yes. Sir. Pack them into a Kubota and move them somewhere. Right. Yes, sir. Yes. So we have side by sides that we'll uh, normally use and, and get them close to the point and then, then we'll ease them in there. Yes, sir. Okay. We, we've talked about turkey hunting. What other kind of hunting do you have? Uh, we have deer hunting, uh, hunting, uh, do a lot of deer hunts throughout the state, uh, on state forest properties and properties as well. A lot of the ranchers, uh, open their place up to oh, us. Oh, really? Yes, sir. They're good enough to, to let us go in there and harvest some deer or, or some hogs, and, uh, and we do do quite a bit of that. The hogs are a big problem for a lot of the ranchers. Yes, sir. They, they tear the tear the grass up and you know root big holes in the ground and very bad nuisance. So if there were a rancher that's listening to this somewhere out there, they wanted to get into this program, they would contact you, Randy? Yes, sir. They could contact us, and uh, we could go look at their place, and uh, we'd really appreciate that. Uh, the, the private ranchers do it for us, and we appreciate them for that. 
what uh, you know, just and we're in a litigious society where everybody wants to sue everybody. But if I were a rancher, I'd be thinking, gee, I, I would love to do this for my veterans. But what kind of liability would I have if you all came on the property and I had a problem? Yes, sir. We have a, uh, a landowner use agreement uh, where the rancher sign it and it relieves them of, of any liability. Uh, it puts the liability back on the state. That should take a lot of the stumbling blocks out if I were a rancher. Yes, as many yes, hogs as are out there. I was talking to somebody down at one of the state parks, and they have somebody come in regularly and trap. And they can't keep up with the number of hogs that are being harvested. Yeah, so they, they reproduce quite regular. You know, I, I, I wonder about deer hunting here, though. Honestly, I'm from up north, originally Canada. And I, I look at the deer here, and they look more like dogs. <laughs> That's what They're I not hear. very big. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. I've heard that before from folks up north. Absolutely, and and it's it's true. One of the things I love to do personally, and I again, I wear braces on my legs, so sometimes it's a little difficult for me to get in and out of things. I love to fish. What about fishing? Is there something that you can do for us with fishing? Yes, sir. We uh we do some uh, offshore fishing events, inshore fishing events, fresh and salt water events there's there's uh, a few that we do that we bring in some pontoon boats it's it's easier for folks to get around in uh, especially if they're in trouble walking or uh, on a chair the big flat flat deck is really good for that what about uh, if there's a guide that wanted to let you use their boat for a day would they is could they get any help like on the on the amount of fuel that they pay or the the bait or anything Yes, yeah, so we do some events the, that we have some um, uh, we have some outside folks that uh, that help us with some events and they raise money throughout the year. There are private private individuals okay. and we ha do have one event that they help us with and they'll provide a hundred dollars worth of fuel for the for the guides. Okay, so if there was a guide out there that maybe wanted to be a part of the program again, give you a call and your number is eight six three. Five seven eight one eight nine three, and they yes, can leave sir. a message for you if you're not there. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I'll give that number one more time: eight six three five seven eight one eight nine three, and you can get a hold of the assistant state coordinator, Randy Ross, there at that particular number, and he will help you if you want to volunteer your property for somebody to come out and be a part of this. He'll help you with the boat, whatever it is you need. And to go online, they want to go online to what in order to register, Randy? Yes, sir. We want to go to OperationOutdoorFreedom.com. OperationOutdoorFreedom.com. Yes, and, uh, and there you can register. They follow the website. The, yes, sir. Follow the website. You can register, and then you can see all the upcoming events. Randy, it's been wonderful talking with you this morning. And tell David I said hello. I David will. Hunt. Same here, Bill. David Thank Hunt is so the director up there, and he does a great job. And Randy's his assistant who filled in wonderfully this morning. Thank you for being with us. Ladies and gentlemen, you're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know, and we'll talk to you again on Veterans Corner Radio. Thank you, Randy. Thank you, Bill. Have a great day. 
You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Here's a quick final thought. If you're enjoying these podcasts, why not take a minute to subscribe or mark Veterans Corner Radio as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be set to be among the first to find out when new podcasts are published. And thanks again for listening to Veterans Corner Radio.